Recorded live. All right, guys. Tuesday morning. You know what time it is. It's WTHH. What the hell happened? When we look back at the week that was in primetime dynasty. Um, big week for some teams. Bad week for many others. Um, in fact, uh, let's see. I think there were four teams that were over uh, 145 points this week, including the Bruins, who were, were making a run. The league scoring record didn't quite get there. Um, Care Bears stay unbeaten, Brawlers and Mercs end some uh, losing streaks. Uh, so there's some streaks that ended in different things. Um, pretty interesting week. Like I said, four teams were over 145 points. Uh, and then the high-scoring team, Bruins, at 189. Um, and then the Outlaws and Hellions, both with really bad weeks, both in the 60s. But the Outlaws with the low-scoring uh, team of the week at 67. So we'll get to the games in just a second. We'll start with looking at the division. Uh, we'll start in the United Division where it's technically not over, but it's over. Um, but the Care Bears continue to stay unbeaten. Like I mentioned, it's 7-0. and um, They survived this week. Uh, lucky they didn't play a couple other teams. Like I said, there were some high-scoring teams this week. Um, but they, they, they still won uh, rather handily when you look at their win uh, by 40 or 50 points again. <laughs> you would call that handily. But the Care Bears are 7-0, and obviously in a seven-game winning streak. Nightmare break their losing streak. They get back uh, over 500, sitting there at four and three. Uh, the Hellions and the Maniacs both sitting there at three-game losing streaks. Hellions in third at two and five. Maniacs in last at one and six. Two teams that have already started looking in the losers bracket. Um, the ever competitive American Division. All the teams separated by one game. I mean, it's so damn competitive that the team that was in third last week is now in first place this week. Uh, and the second highest scoring team in the division is in last place in the division. So this this is a pretty competitive division. Uh, I mean, I, this is going to be fun to watch how it shakes out. This division is going to come down to those last three divisional game weeks. Spectres, two-game winning streak from third to first, back in first place at four and three. Uh, oh, Outlaws, uh, they, they had their bad game of the year. I guess, you know, what the heck, you might, if you're going to get this bad game out, you might as well get it out of the way uh, in week seven. Uh, because, you know, those division games, like I said, are going to be important at 4-3. and three. Miners also lose this week. They drop to 4-3. and three. And the Brawlers end that three-game losing streak. They win this week. And they move to 3-4. and four. Um, So all teams separated by one game. This week it's the Spectres, the Outlaws, the Miners, and the Brawlers. Next week we could flip it completely upside down depending on what is going to happen. And the National Division where they have one team with a winning record. That's all you need to say. Bruins. Uh, with a three-game lead, they've clinched basically too, just like we could say about the uh, Care Bears up there at six and one, LVD at three and four, uh, Mercs at two and five. Uh, finally, get a win, break that five-game losing streak, uh, and the Assassins also at two and five. So that's the divisions. That's where we are after seven weeks. And let's mind, let's get to the games because that's why you come. Yeah, uh, that's the that's the reason you come because we want to see what's going to happen in. Uh, or what happened in the game. So, we'll look at the first game. Let's see, we got the Maniacs against the Mercs. Final score, 134.40 for the Mercs to 104.06. believe, and I'm almost 99.9% sure. That's the high-scoring week of the year for the Mercs. They kind of put it all together this week. Uh, and the Maniacs, uh, Matt Jones with .7. Cam Meredith came back to earth. I mean, you know, I mean, the dude ain't a stud. He's just had a couple good games. Uh, with only 1.7. Uh, but there's some big, I mean, Gurley continues to just be underwhelming. Mike Ingram had a pretty good game, found himself in the end zone on a touchdown catch. Davis Winston was pretty good. 
I mean, I think, oh, Winston over uh, Russell Wilson. Man, gutsy. Um, then I realized, you know, Russell Wilson's playing the Cardinals and, and Gurley's playing the 49ers. Real smart decision there. So that one panned out for him. Um, but there's just a whole lot of average. I mean, you got 20 from Winston. But that is 12. It's 14, 1.77 from Beckham, 1. 17 from Tyrell Williams, who had a pretty good game. 10 from Rudolph. It's just a bunch of ho-hum average there. And the Mercs kind of put it all together. I mean, they had two, three guys over 20, and three guys over 20 are going to be one guy over 20 most of the time, especially when the rest of the supporting cast was even just a little bit better for the Mercs. That's pretty much what they all happened there. Uh, the ACDC connection was ho-hum combining, you know, for uh, 17, I think. Um, and when you have a quarterback-wide receiver combo that's only going to combine for 17, you're going to need some other guys to step up. And that's what happened with Spencer Ware, Mike Evans, uh, Jack Doyle, who was a machine out there. Um, so that's what happened there. A couple other guys stepped up a little bit more for the Mercs, um, and, and the Maniacs just didn't get those performances uh, like the Mercs did. Hellions against the Brawlers. Final score, Brawlers 146.22, uh, and the Hellions 69.24. And poof, the magicians, here we are, we're back. Next week we should put up 70, so that's good news, I guess, for LVD. Um, but talk about a Jekyll and Hyde team. If there's ever been a Jekyll and Hyde team, it's, it's got to be mine. I mean, we're either all in or all out, and there's no in-between. There's no gray area. I'm not going to score 100 110. I'm going to score 140-plus or less than 90. I mean, that's pretty much what my team is, I guess. Um, Tyrod Taylor was really, really good uh, for the Hellions. He had 25 points, 24 points. Uh, which is, Jesus, uh, he had 24 of his 70. So you're talking, uh, what, 30, 33% of his team. When he had only two other guys in double figures, they were 10 and 13. He also had a zero for Virgil Green, a one from Terrence West, and a .6 from Don Jackson, and a two from Gillespie. So if you take those four guys, they add up to three. If you have four guys that add up to three, yeah, you're going to lose by... Well, this many points. And, you know, magicians, poof, we're back. We had one, two, three guys over 20. And when I mean over 20, I mean almost at 30. That's how you put up a lot of points. Andrew Luck at 28, uh, A.J. Green at 27, and Ajayi. Um, I don't I got a quiz for you. I see what I did there. Brawlers are starting to running backs. I said week nine, my running backs would be coming. Here we come. Ajayi at 28, Quiz Rogers at 17. And you better watch this guy named Booker. And then there's 16 sitting there on the bench. Out, out snap, CJ. I said week nine. He's coming. But I still don't argue with anybody. It's a passing league. It's a receiver league. Look at the good teams in this league, boys. The good teams in this league have running backs. Yep. So what the problem. When I have my bad week, my running backs aren't there. When I start getting some running back production, pretty good. Because my receivers certainly aren't doing anything. Hopkins, Baldwin, and Sanders combined for 25. Those are three pretty big names that are doing nothing. Um, so my running backs, uh, honestly, with just uh, Luck, Ajayi, Rogers, and A.J. Green, I would have beat the Hellions. So four, when four guys outscore 10, yeah, you win big, and that's what the hell happened here. Nightmare gets the degenerates. Nightmare get back uh, in the winning column. Big way, 146.34 to 107.94 for LVD. Uh, whew, let's see. Uh, a lot of points here for if you look at the Nightmare. Um, this is not going to happen very often, but the, the Cincy duo at running back, Bernard and Hill, combined for 41. I just can't see that happening very often. I guess I jinxed Rob, but I said that last week, and it would never happen. And bam, 
There's 41 points. But you let's look at the points. 13, 15, 26, 23, 15, 22, uh, 15 from his kicker. I mean, there's a lot. When you when you got all those numbers and the low one out of it, 13 was your quarterback, that, that means the rest of you guys really stepped up. And that's pretty much what happened here. Stafford continues to be really good for LVD. Blunt with, uh, what do you have, two touchdowns, I believe? He had two touchdowns and 127 yards rushing. Uh, so he continues to be really good. Devontae Freeman, um, he's been splitting carries, but now things are looking up for Rob because uh, with uh, Coleman, Kevin Coleman out, Freeman should. This is about time for him to put up one of his 30-point weeks, I think, coming up this week. Uh, but other than that, I mean, Brandon LaFell continues to catch touchdowns, so he's got to be in the lineup. But ever since Gronk came back, Martellus Bennett is a non-factor. Ryan Matthews shouldn't be in anybody's lineup. Kenny Britt, you know, came back to earth. He was trying to go with the hot hand, and it, it just didn't pan out. But when you, you just there's just not enough. I mean, six, five, one, eight, four, eight. When you got two, four, six of your what ten under ten points, you're not going to win many games. That's what that'll happen here. The Compton Care Bears keep rolling, 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 rolling. One sixteen point nine eight to the Outlaws, whose team they 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 put blanks in the way in the gun this week. They forgot to play. In fact, the Outlaws missed the whole weekend. 67.12 points. It's going to be hard to be the low-scoring, I mean, not be the low-scoring team when you're the Hellions and put up 69. But then hold the outlaws come by in the low score of the week. And there's nothing to write home about. I mean, Matt Ryan had 13 for the outlaws. Uh, Jimmy Graham put up 10. His kicker put up 12. And that's it. Here's the rest of his points. 1, 8, 3, 4, 1, 8, 4. That's why you got 67. You never, ever, ever will ever win if you score 67 points. You just will not. I'm gonna 100 of that. When you look over at the Care Bears, Drew Brees again. He is just unbelievable this year. 25. Le'Veon Bell is just a machine at 20. Michael Crabtree continues to put his uh, rear end in the end zone at 20. Marvin Jones again with 11. Uh, his kicker and his defense both in double figures. But I, I think if you take his first one, two, three, 24. Uh, 44, 64. Yeah, if you just take Breeze, Bell, and Crabtree, and Jones, he beat the Outlaws. That's what the hell happened right there. Four guys outscored the Outlaws' whole team, and that's what happens when you get a blowout. Care Bears moved to 7-0. Who will end the streak? It ain't going to happen this week, guys. There's a little preview. And we get to the Miners against the Bruins. Bruins just threatening. I think this was the third high score ever. I didn't double-check that this morning. With 189.04 to the Miners, 102.72. 87-point loss. This this was a big one, but this really isn't the Miners' fault. I mean, the Bruins were going to beat anybody by 40 this week. Um, And the the Miners, uh, you know, kind of a shot there with Tevin Coleman going down because the kid has looked pretty good. But but the, just the, but, you know, average is going to get you 100 points in this league. And if you look at his scores, 14, 13, 15, 12, uh, 11, and then 19. His high score was his kicker. If your high score is your kicker, you're probably not going to win. But if you look at those scores, 14, 13, 15, 12, 19 on average. I mean, 19 is really good for the kicker. That's not average, obviously. And then you have two and six and six and two. Uh, I mean, you know, that that, that is... Uh, that's average, and that's what 102 points is. It's average, and when you score average points, you're probably going to lose more than you win. But like I said, in this case, it wouldn't have mattered because the Bruins had every single player in double figures. That's a recipe 
for high points. And then every player, 14, 16, 33, 21, 11, 23, 12, 21, 18, and 17. I mean, his kicker at 18. His defense at 17. I mean, just, just huge points. And I gave the stud of the week this week to Melvin Gordon. 33 points, 68 rushing, 53 receiving, 6 catches, 3 touchdowns. Uh, it's the weekly Bruins Stud of the Week award, pretty much. Uh, if it's not David Johnson and you know, Melvin Gordon. Um, but his three-headed running back monster is just, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, when T.Y. Hilton is putting up mad points, and now he's starting to get a little production from Barnage, who was missing for the first six or seven, six, five, six weeks, and Delaney Walker. I mean, if his tight ends put up 10 and 12, 15, 20, this team is tough. This team is not a lot of fun to play. Glad I'm not playing them this week. But just a steamrolling job by the Bruins. It's a huge week. Ten guys in double figures. You win every week. That's basically the way it works. And another blowout. Spectres, 145.84 to 84.16 for the uh, – back to the Boyers. Sorry, guys. Um, but the, the Spectres, dude, since Brady and Gronk came back, not a fun team to play. Not a fun team to play. And, and Brady and Gronk were average. An average for them is 18, and then Gronk went as 19. That's, that's the sad part. That's average. Um, Christine Michael wasn't very good. Uh, but DeMarco Murray continues to be really a force at 20. Jarvis Landry putting up a he's, – he's a lock for basically double figures. Uh, Ty Montgomery, good call at 17.6. I mean, this would have been a huge week. I mean, he's got Devontae Adams sitting there on the bench with the 32 points this week. But who would have known? Who would have known? Uh, but now Latavius Murray's coming back and gets two touchdowns. So there's a lot of options on this team. Uh, Macklin continues to struggle. But, I mean, you got 18, 20, 13, 18, 13, 19, 24 from his defense. I mean, that, those are big points, and you can see a lot of big points. I mean, it's pretty much every game this week. There weren't any close ones. I, I think the closest game this week was the Nightmares victory, which was, what, 39? Oh, I lied. The Mercs only won by 30. So, I mean, the closest game this week was a 30-point victory. So, I mean, come on. That's what's going to happen. I mean, they're, they're, what the hell happened was easy. Every team got steamrolled this week, basically. And then the Voyeurs over here, uh, you know, Mariota, or excuse me, Mariota at 17, which is pretty good. Matt Asiata with so many garbage points there. They just threw to him like 10 straight times, I think, with 11. Michael Thomas looked good. Lance Kendrick. So he had some guys. There's some bright spots. I mean, this team is in a rebuild, obviously. There's some bright spots. Michael Thomas has looked pretty good. Mariota has looked pretty good the last few weeks. Lance Kendrick's has double figures. Um, but this team, they, they can't compete with the Spectres. I mean, just look. Brady, Michael Murray, Landry, Macklin, Montgomery, Thomas, Gronk. Look at those names. And then you come over with Mariota, Asiata, Adam Humphreys, Quentin Patton, Terrell Pryor, Mohamed Sanu, Lance Kennan, come on. This game was over before it started, and that's pretty much what the hell happened right there. So that's the games that were. Uh, we'll look at the upcoming games here. By the way, I forgot to mention, uh, in the Outlaws, low scoring performance, not only that, they got the dud of the week in Jordy Nelson. Could I probably should have picked the whole team. But, hey, those weeks happen. But Jordy was the dud of the week. This week's schedule coming up, uh, I think that's no recipe of some blowouts. We got the Outlaws against the Maniacs. We got the Spectres against the Hellions. Oof. We got the Bruins against the Nightmare, which should be fun. We got the Compton Care Bears against the Voyeurs. Oof. We got the Miners against the Mercs, which, uh, you know, maybe is a good game. And then we got the Brawlers LVD, which uh, eh, that one maybe is a, a recipe for a pretty good game. 
Uh, hopefully we had some closer games this week. Like I said, the smallest winning margin in week seven was 30. So that's it, guys. That's the week that was and what the hell happened. I'll be around all day Sunday. Hopefully you will be too. Do watch the games and chat as they go on. And I'll talk to you again next Tuesday in the a.m. when the dust settles on week eight and we try to figure out what the hell happened. So that's it, guys. Week seven is in the book. Have a good week. I'm out.